again after a 3-2 win over the Seattle Sounders, a team sporting Kansas City seems to normally struggle with, and that was followed up three days later by a 2-0 loss to a team sporting usually does well against. LA Galaxy got their first win in Kansas City since 2007, and sporting hadn't lost to them in six games. What the fudge is going on in this town? Anyway. What happened? <laughs> I think that just proves that all those little stats mean very little hmm. as teams stats change, coaches change. They're more just like, like when I look at those now, I'm just like, huh, what a funny coincidence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they're going to die in laughing. first win at Children's Mercy Park. Huh. <laughs> they're huh. interesting little facts, but they're... It's like the Blues winning their first Stanley Cup game in You would have to mention that. Years. <laughs> 52 years. This is the Shades of Blue Exactly, it fits. It fits. We can talk blues. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, welcome in. We are totally changing our entire outline. We're changing format. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Shades of Blue soccer show. We are the Blue Testament. You had to throw that soccer part in. And we'll be hanging out at the blue line. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) We should partner with them. Right. We should have them sponsor us. If not for anything but their tater tots, that would be fine. Yes, that will be the sponsorship deal. Free tater tots. Yet another example of Ali Trost Pool to get that sponsorship. Yeah. There we go. They we got it. my neighbor now. Now that I live We're in the in. market, I'm just going to mosey my way down and be like, hey, guys. Is that where that is? The river market? It is. It's right on the corner. I know that because I pass it every single day. <laughs> go to check soccer. it out. Back to soccer. What am I doing? Or let's start on soccer, I guess. <laughs> Why not? We started. We just kind of veered really quickly. Yeah. Who was that speaking over there anyway? Me? Yeah. Introductions also. This is Thad Bell. Robert Russert. Allie Trost. And I'm Cody Bradley. Allie says it so sweetly, though. Yeah. Yours is very soft. Thad's is very soft. Bob's is Bob's has a lot of... Uh, Gusto. <laughs> yeah, gusto is exactly what I was All right. looking for. That's a coffee shop, by the way, in Lee Summit. Okay, you're right. I think I've heard of it. Gusto is that what we're talking about? Oh, yeah, I was like, what? I, I was like, I thought that just went. I was at a coffee shop in Lee Summit. I was like, that's awesome. Uh, right, great story. It was Thad. about just. It was the same level of relevant to what we were talking <laughs> right. about. So, well, off the rails, we've started this. Someone talk about either of the last two games. Give me a take. All right. <laughs> okay. Bob started, so I paused. I, I, I inhaled is what I did. Yeah, because I – yeah. The, the, the contrast between the two. I mean, the exultation of finally on Sunday, and then last night it was just such a letdown. Well, here's my take. Players aren't going to score hat tricks often. That's we know that Johnny Russell is his. That was his second in a in a two year span, two season span. And had Johnny Russell not done that, Sporting would have probably lost that game two to nothing against Seattle. And I think the biggest difference I saw between Sporting on Sunday and then Sporting on Wednesday night, they seemed very flat footed on Wednesday. I mean, even a bit tired, a little tired. I mean, even just times that waiting for the ball to come to you. Johnny Russell was – even Johnny Russell was flat-footed. Granted, the guy's probably exhausted. He scored three goals on Sunday. And Peter even said in the press conference after that his plan really wasn't to play Johnny the full game if they had had more players available, which obviously they don't because of all the injuries right now. But I just think they need Namath back. Quase can only do so much. And Felipe Gutierrez – come It was on. his night for the hat trick. He it was just his didn't night for the come hat through. And Felipe, Kellen come on, man. Like most people need Jesus, so I mean, yeah, it's it's almost like they were playing that game on three days rest and without their striker. Yeah, a, any shocking, striker. wasn't it? <laughs> Cody and I turned to each other a couple of times about Johnny and said, "Yeah, Johnny's just tired. Yeah, oh yeah, he's just beat. 
But yeah. you can say that about every almost every single player out there. Yeah, the honestly. movement of everything just was not as crisp as it was. It was, yeah. And they also, they were missing Gerso. I mean, his speed, some of those balls through the wings, Kellen Rowe just couldn't get there nearly as fast as we'll see Gerso turn on the Jets. And, and I think he really could have just or caused a lot of disruption for that defense. But any. Just give them any of those healthy players, and there would have been a big difference last night. Shallow put Nemo yet. in. Strike. Put Nemo in. So have close. MLS not add a, a extra game suspension yeah. on the day before the game, after they do their last practice. What? Into the mic here. <laughs> he told me I was too soft, so I was talking and up. That's angry. Well, but it, but that just ticks me off. Their injuries, and then also, on top of all of that, hey, MLS, you gave Sporting the worst schedule that week. Three Western Conference matchups, 72 hours apart each again, against really top-ranked teams when this team is so injured. They need Sun- Sunday, Wednesday, them. Saturday. That's insane. <laughs> and the Galaxy <laughs> played Friday, right. Wednesday. So two extra days of rest. And Zlatan had like a month. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's Cause like he doing throat massages on other players. <laughs> he's checking tonsils. <laughs> and that guy is just a freak. He looked big from the press box. That's, I turned to Cody and said, wow, he just looks big from here. Okay, but yeah. you know what like, made him not look so big and scary is when he's running in his little ponytail bounce. Like a, like, almost like a little like kid playing soccer. Like, you know, like little girls. Like, they got like, their little ponytail. And I'm like, of course, this is like my <laughs> halftime observations going into Alley Tros. What did you see out there? Uh, Zlatan's ponytail looked hilarious. <laughs> then back to you guys. Yeah, no, it looks it looks goofy. It's a little it's like a little baby ponytail. It is. But I mean all of that aside, yes, he's a freak. He's and a, he's a caricature. He's not even I mean, he's like a character of himself like ten years ago. Yes. He I think he's just totally embraced the whole Zlatan weirdness thing and he is just he's a he's a, he's like a total characterization of him his previous self. That's all he is. He's just I mean, look at his face, look at the way he smiles. Just every single little thing about him. Did you see that? I saw something on Keeps Twitter that Twelman quote tweeted. Taylor Twelman quote tweeted like something, a quote about Zlatan talking about how he handles criticism. And, and Taylor goes, who's criticizing? <laughs> oh, my God. He actually really, like, if you look at photos of him, he really does have quite the, he does look like a caricature. Fat in here again, showing photos while <laughs> someone's nobody talking. Can see. Yeah. Showing us photos during a podcast. And no, nobody, nobody had to know that. Well, it just got loaded up to a gallery just now. She was talking, <laughs> telling a story, and broke into laughter midway through it. I had to explain. She was just tickled. Um, one thing, the thing I want to talk about, at least from this last game, is that neither of those goals should have been scored. Both of those were pretty bad mistakes. That the two players that made them would acknowledge that. Explain. Matt Beesler uh, forgot what he was doing on the field on that first goal. I don't know. I don't know what happened there. He forgot that he needed to like look for other players to defend. He wasn't into the game yet. He seemed surprised at what happened <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, and then <laughs> during and then Amelia, who had had like a really good game up until that point, like made some very big saves, let Zlatan just push the ball right through him. Literally, like went through his body. I think. Yeah, he was really. You could. Just even yeah. him on the field, his reaction, and then watching it back on the video, he was not teleported happy. through Tim like Johnny through a defense. <laughs> exactly. I don't know how Honestly, either of those happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, last night in the press conference too, one of the questions to Peter was, "What what did LA's defense do so well to stop your team from scoring?" And he was like, "Nothing. We just missed all these opportunities." So it was yeah, like, he's right too. It, yeah. I mean, I think it was 18 shots. They converted. They had. 12 corner kicks, none converted. They drew, I want to say it was like 13 fouls. At some point, you have to... All those to, numbers mean, have to work somehow together. <laughs> less dangerous on corner kicks in Sporting no. Kansas City? Show me. In the world, <laughs> there's not. E- why was it on like multiple occasions, why was Elie the one getting ahead on it? I'm like, yeah. why is Elie the target guy in yeah. the box right now? He's great for so many other things. Not the target on a corner kick, unless you're putting him in the back corner or outside is of the top Is he the target box. guy, or is he just a guy that's turned on or or that's tuned into the game? Yeah, that's where, that's where I was landing. I was like, I don't even think they had a target, and that's <laughs> why, like, Ilya, of all people, is the one that, like, got ahead on, got like, there. two of them. And I yeah. was like, what? No, what? I, I will guarantee you they have a target. They may not hit the target, but well, they on, do have a target. Yeah. 
on those plays, it didn't seem but, to be there. But quite honestly, that may I – mean, and I, I don't know because we don't get to watch that stuff anymore, but when I used to be able to watch those those – the the practices before games and get to see some of the they would find guys that you would like okay why are, why is like Beasler the one that's doing this now right mm-hmm. yeah and it wasn't you know it wasn't necessarily Kai or Ike or CJ Zapong or somebody like that who you expected to be the big tall jumping guy sometimes it was the guy you least expected because they were supposed to draw the other guys away right that may be what they're doing with Elie right now because Elie is a decent header. I don't, he's not yeah. like a powerful on goal header. He's an accurate header most of the time. And yeah. mm-hmm. you see him in the field doing it all the time, yeah. right? And he does win a fair amount of balls in 50 50 aerials. I think that's maybe what they're doing is they're trying to draw the, the you know, the big, tall defenders away with the Fontases and the Brass and I whoever else. Hey, Felipe like, Gutierrez is not a powerful header of the ball, I'm just no, going to say. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I just, I think with. Sporting has is so dangerous in those quick spurts into the box, like you see Johnny do all the time, taking it to the end line. Gerso does the same thing. Daniel, because of his dangerous crossing abilities, is also pretty good in those situations too. How can they utilize these corner kick opportunities in a way where they're maybe not doing it the traditional way of just dumping it into the box? Because it's why not they're working. doing short corners? Short half corners. The time. <laughs> I was going to say short corners, but I can just hear the gallery of our audience going, "Oh God." Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of short corners, but when you don't have a great target header guy, mm-hmm. it makes some sense. I mean, the 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 Russell to Zussi to Russell and yeah. shot kind of thing does make some sense. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes the other runners coming in, that sometimes they're doing really well. Right now, they're just not doing a lot of stuff really, really well. Mm-hmm. S- you know, Sunday they did. I mean, they were, they pretty much dominated that game, except for couple goals yeah <laughs> i know i know except wise, for a couple goals but i mean possession wise it was like 60 40 i mean they were yeah. out possessing by like a landslide yeah and i mean last night they were out possessing and just a couple mistakes yeah. if it if it just if they have healthy bodies maybe those mistakes don't happen mm-hmm. you know if uh quite honestly i don't if it was a, if fontes was healthy you wouldn't have even brought beasler in maybe last night or as a plan right yeah i mean they oh yeah so last night was the first 18 they had in a month or however long that's been. Yeah. But two of those guys were center backs. Okay. You don't usually have two center backs in your eight in your right. on your bench. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So Smith and Beasler, because they knew Fontas was shouldn't be going the entire right. ninety. And then Botan comes up with a little knock. And so they bring in Beasler. So now you got mm-hmm. two guys who are not ninety minute fit. Right. And Beasler's coming in cold into a game that you know, has the guys like Zlatan in it, okay? I mean, not that Zlatan scored that goal, but I think that was just a lot of that problem right there mm-hmm. and just not having the other options. You never want to sub the back line, and they made two subs on the back line last yeah. night, which I didn't necessarily agree with the second one either. Well, to bring it back to the lack of finishing, when you, Ali, when you asked that question to him on, like, what were what were the defenders doing that, like, was stopping them, in my head... Like, after you asked it, I said nothing. And, like, right as I said it in my head, that is literally yeah. exactly what Vermees responded with. Nothing. They're not doing anything. Which And he knows that. He's not – He, in a lot of ways, I, I'm, I'm looking at this time as right now, they just got to find a way to get some consistency, some health. And I'm not expecting any kind of consistency until the second half of June. I, that's mm-hmm. my, my expectation right now. Now, at that point, they have to go on a run – they have to like climb some spots. They have to get in the playoffs. They have to get that form back. Mm-hmm. This is this team was so good at times at the beginning of the year, and we has that capability. Yeah. And actually, now they've actually maybe even a little bit better because they have Hasler as a backup. They have Failhaber as a backup. Really impressed. Okay. I mean, I don't want to say as a backup, but Failhaber can start. Hasler can mm-hmm. start. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Madranda coming back, and he's going to be battling yeah. with he's, Seth. Yep. For that time. Uh, and even if he's not starting, he's a he's a great option off the bench. Mm-hmm. Gerso should be coming back soon. Yep. Uh, Nemo is going to come back pissed off as all hell. <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs> he's right. already there for one game. Shallowy is <clears throat> pissed off and wants to score some goals, and that's his favorite word, pissed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of goodness that could be should be happening in the mm-hmm. next two weeks for this team, but they are. I mean, it, I don't want to keep using the Vermees excuse. Oh, they're all beat up and they don't have subs, but. Shit, it's true. It, right. I mean, it's like that, and it's that's what almost makes it so hard. Like in you know the the press conference settings, because it's like 
as media, we all know, like, there's so much validity validity to it because, you know, unless Johnny Russell just goes off and scores a hat trick, which, like, you can't – that can't be the expectation every game, and it isn't the expectation every game. But it's like when you have so many players who are out with injury and then more injuries piling up in the most odd random ways and you – MLS prohibits Namath coming back, and then Toronto, four players called up. It's just like... I mean, Johan should not have been starting that game last night. Yeah. And and, no. and he had a massively awesome game against Seattle, okay? Yeah. He was a beast. Was awesome. I mean, multiple players said he should have been the man of the match if Johnny had not scored three, three goals. goals, okay? Mm-hmm. If he scored two, he, Johan's the man of the match, all right? But he was, he was strong. He was connecting. He was threatening. Mm-hmm. Not that he scored himself, but he connected with everybody, and he was just... He was a beast. But the problem is, in that game, you saw him go down like four times with, okay, my legs are dead. His legs were dead last night. He yeah. was, I don't think he could, he had the energy to do what he did the week before, the, the game before. Yeah. If Nemo's in there, Johan's on the bench, he comes in maybe at the 60th minute for Roe. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's just so many different things that could have happened or, may, you know, or, or for Johnny. Or maybe mm-hmm. Johan starts and Johnny comes in and he's fresh and he comes in for the last 30 minutes. That game is so completely different with just... The just the every little thing has went against sporting. The only thing that's benefited them this year is they weren't hit by a tornado. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they almost were. <laughs> and Elia last night, just because it was so nice, um, a lot of the the players were obviously pretty down after that game. Not only did Elia walk in and do the rounds and heads up everybody, heads up, but when what I, a leader he is. He really he is. And, and we, by the way, he's the last one in there every time because he's out there shaking hands and kissing but, babies and being <laughs> right, like yeah, such exactly. a good guy. Literally the <laughs> Pope of Sporting him. Kansas City. And he and when he was being interviewed by myself and a few other reporters, um, he started you know, first questions asked and he goes, I just want to start off by saying that Sporting Kansas City, we are here for all the people affected by the tornadoes. And it was just like I mean, this guy's probably never seen a tornado in his life, had no idea what a tornado warning was until, you know, it's just, I think the empathy that he shows is like, and it translates really well as a leader for the team. And then also obviously in the community. Um, but I just thought that was cool and a thing people might want to hear. Yeah. So. And I, and I, when he came in like, and he did that and he's like, heads up, everybody heads up. We did, you, you, you gave it your all. And I forget all what he said, but he was yeah. just. He was like he was like just trying to give everybody a little bit of a boost, and he walked mm-hmm. around to, you know, most of the players as he circled the the locker room, just giving them that. Yeah. Trying to will them to be happy, or better, <laughs> not and, happy, but right. better. Yeah. And I thought I noticed for one of the first times that I had ever seen that Vermees was one of those people that kind of needed some reassurance in the in that post game presser. He, that is what he was referring to was. You know, all of these, uh, what he was forced to do that game. Like, he was angry that Zussi had to play the whole time because Barath went out. And, you know, he he talks about all these injuries, what he was, like, forced to do and why he didn't, why he wanted Johnny to rest and all this. And then it's like, on top of that, now four guys who are healthy are about to leave us. And, like, he did just seem a little more down or defeated than I normally see from him. I don't know. I don't know if down or defeated is what I how I would describe it, but I mean he yeah. is a wee bit angry about the whole thing. Yeah. But I, and and the schedule like we yeah. mentioned earlier and it's just nothing. I know is, where Cody's coming from though, and if and it kind of occurred to me as you were saying that, this is a coach that we've criticized for being so res, like conservative in the in the moves that he makes in a game. I mean, we were like, switch up the lineup. Just, uh, you know, sub here. Why aren't you subbing? Why aren't you doing this? Now he's being forced to in ways that, like, he's really never had to do as a coach. And he said that during a press conference at one of the training sessions of, you know, in the last three months, I'm sure, as, you know, that's how long they've been dealing with all of these injuries. But he said in his time as a coach, he's never seen anything like this. And, again, a coach who wouldn't make, you know, the the substitutions that fans or media would criticize him for not making or – why doesn't he make enough moves? It's like, well, now that he's being forced to as a coach, you know, when you're so methodical like Peter Vermees and you are so detailed and have all these plans and then all those plans keep getting switched and thrown because of all these things that are out of your control. I mean, that's yeah. it's defeating. And so the injuries have obviously played a huge part. I do think the spanking by Monterey has played a part by mm-hmm. for confidence. I mean, I think the confidence was shaken. Uh, 
And I do think the last three games before, I mean, even yesterday, there, because yeah. there was a lot of good signs yesterday. Yeah. Okay. They lost. And they lost by two mistakes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it could have been a, a point at least. Okay. Yeah. Um, and one thing goes right. Just one thing goes right. And that's a one nothing win. Right. Just one thing. But nothing went right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, but there was a lot of good signs. They even as tired as they looked, they possessed. They passed. They made very few mistakes that gave opportunities for goals. Mm-hmm. Now they got punished when they did, okay? But but you have some fresh legs out there, and that's completely changed. You have yeah. Jimmy healthy, and he's running down some of those guys and tackling them. You know, just there's all these different things that yeah. could have happened. And they're just on the cusp of potentially being back to what they were. Yeah. But it's just going to take a couple of weeks, I think. Well, I think you touched on something that's uh, <clears throat> needs to be talked about a little bit more is the pride thing. Now, this is a very proud head coach. It's a very proud organization, and yes. all those things go into building that pride back up. And I think this month of June where they have some time off and they can get those injuries back and recoup is going to do a lot for their pride as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Thad, you're right. Down and defeated is probably not the right word, but I he's that man is over it. Like he is over all of this shit. He's tired of it, and that yeah. that is what was and, coming. And that from. I would that I would yeah. agree with that attitude. Like, right. like he's done with like you know a all exasperated. the problems. Let's just get going. I mean, he just wants yeah. to get. I think he if he could just like fast forward through the next two weeks, yeah. take two more losses, and be through and have some <laughs> healthy players. I think he would just accept that and go. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm sure he wouldn't. If I asked him that question, he'd say hell no. But right. <laughs> so that begs a bit of a question. I don't know if Cordy wants to go there yet, but is Open Cup success? something that could build this team back up or is it something that we really just don't need right now as far as more games was that an is or isn't it could be kind of it could be <laughs> yeah i guess we haven't done one in a long time <laughs> wasn't intended to be but yeah. well, let's talk about it what do, what do you think is open cup something that needs to be could it be a savior in a sense or is it uh more or, of an obstacle or do you want to write an article about why they should just ignore <laughs> it? Just, shut up hey you know what I think a lot of people who criticized that article were eating their words. We, we should repost that to the front page no. with an update. <laughs> and be like, hi, yeah. remember well, this? <laughs> um, it's coming. But I mean. Which I will still I will still disagree with you on. <laughs> but, but I think a lot more people will understand your point of view today. Well, and with Open Cup and adding more games for a team that definitely doesn't need more games. If anything, they need more games off to yeah. really recover and rest and recoup mentally and physically. So I think you know. You ask Peter Vermees and the team this; they're going to give it their they're going to give it their hundred and ten. Of course, going to go at it with a winning attitude. But I mean, if they don't advance personally for the health of this team, I am okay. Or, but or do there's they, one take, or do they just go for it because that's their best chance to win some? Hardware, or yeah, that, at least get to a final. I keep seeing people that apparently are not actually looking at the standings to see they're only four points out of a playoff spot that have is, resorted is that still to... True? That was yeah, true. Yeah, okay. it is. It okay. is. Yeah, because that was they were making up one of their games in hand, which they still have a game in hand, by the way, and they're yeah. four points off of a playoff spot. Anyway, the like I did see people who are saying, no, we need to go all in on Open Cup because this season's a loss. <laughs> <laughs> but... The first Open Cup game, and I, I don't know if we already mentioned it, but it's against Minnesota June 11th. 11th, yep. Right? And they're going to be missing the four international players still for that game. Um, so it'll be interesting how many people are healthy and they might borrow from Swope Park because Swope Park doesn't play for like three days on either side of that. Mm-hmm. So they can actually borrow some players from Swope Park. I, there's not a lot of guys down there to borrow. Mm-hmm. But it's it'll be, you know, will Minnesota go for it? it who knows? I think up, a lot be, yeah. depends on that. They're going to be up there uh, visiting an old friend. Yeah. The other thing is, though, is it an opportunity for these added games for League and into a rhythm? Charlie and Busio. Right, right, yeah. And that's, that's a factor as well. Yeah, and it, that's what some of these guys need is just minutes, right? Because mm-hmm. I was already looking like, okay, there because there'll be like a two-week span where there's no MLS games. Okay, well, now the Even Open with Cup this game, games, there's still going to be about a 12-day span. Yeah. yeah, so now the Open Cup game's in there. So I was already looking at Swopart games that uh, Shallowy, Madranda, um, you know, some of those guys. Honestly, Zendejas even. Like, I, I know well, they, we've seen with, like, I know, and he'll he'll get those that time. Yeah. But, like, Emilio with some of these, I can imagine that his mental kind of uh, – Stamina up there is yeah, not doing right, so right. hot after some of the, just the recent games. 
So yeah, some of those guys should get some time with Swift Park and and an Open Cup to build up their stamina. Well, we see Tyler Freeman. Definitely with Swift Park. Yeah. Well, I was a little surprised they didn't play him in the last game. He was on the bench for the last game. The game before that, he played a half. The game before that, they didn't play him because they, him and Busio were fresh back mm-hmm. from the U-17s. Yep. But I thought he looked really good in that one half they played for the Rangers. So I don't know if yeah. maybe there's another injury there that we don't know about yet or something else is going on. Or they're just like, you know, you're 16, we got to manage you better. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, Which there's only one 16-year-old on the team now. So. Yeah, <laughs> happy birthday to Gianluca Busio. Big 17-year-old now. So, Cody, what's your take on the Open Cup? I like the Open Cup. I love, well, of course. Yeah. I uh, I mean, it's just Minnesota. I don't, I don't know that... Who's above sporting in the standings? Right, 6-5-3, and three, not doing bad at all. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's we're not really... They're not really at a, a spot right now where it's like a choice of, oh, should we go with a reserve lineup? Mm-hmm. I mean... He's going to play with, like, the freaking players he's got. So it's like, right now, it's like, yeah, I mean, I want to win that game. Yeah, with, <laughs> with those, with the four internationals gone, there's not still not going to be a lot of selection available. Yeah. Good point, yeah. if they yeah. borrow a couple from Swope. I but mean, I'm I'm excited to see Busio get full shifts, and hopefully Shallowy can get in there. And, yeah, that's I that's why I like the Open Cup. So we need to get Roe playing, like, a U19 game and get him a goal. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Bro needs something, man. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. He's a nice guy, and he's like very personable, and I think he's talented, and all this other stuff. But he's somebody else had mentioned it before, but I'm starting to like want to like say it too. Is he's starting to counter Hallisey it? He's uh, not got the confidence. When it, I mean, I was just gonna say he's got the Johan syndrome from last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, see, no, Johan would still take those shots though. But Connor Hallisey, because I don't, you weren't necessarily around. I don't think mm-hmm. when Connor was playing, no. a lot of people were really down on Connor because he. He just wasn't scoring, but he was. He should not have even been playing the wing. Okay, they had Justin Mapp that year, Brad Davis. So Justin Mapp <laughs> played what twenty seven minutes or something the entire year. Right. Brad Davis was hurt for like you know fifty percent of the time. So those guys were supposed to be switching time, not Connor. Okay, he was supposed to be a, just a depth guy, play on Swope Park, get some experience, and mm-hmm. see what he could develop into. He was forced to play. He was forced to go out there, and he wasn't ready. And all of a sudden, he's like. He'll get the ball, and he would actually do good to get open, and then his shot would go dribbling into the keeper or way high or way yeah. wide or, I mean, just ridiculously bad shots, right? And he just lost all confidence. So it got to be the point where he could have put him straight in front of the goal at the at the 18-yard box with nobody but a keeper laying on the ground, and he would have passed it off to somebody behind him to take the shot. Yeah. Of course, the difference between Hollisey and Kellen Rowe is Kellen Rowe is an MLS veteran who's right. been with the U.S. national team. Which is why I hate. I hesitate to use <laughs> yeah. that. I'm just saying, but I agree like with what you're saying. Starting to be a little bit of worry about that. But yeah. which, like that almost just adds more s- pressure. And I, I can almost tell a little bit from him too. And a couple of times that I've talked to him at practice or things like that, where he's, you know, mentioned like the importance. I mean, this is a really injured team right now. He's a veteran. Those are the players that Peter Vermees is going to look to to come in. Granted, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a new club for him. However, he has seven years of MLS experience, I believe. If not, yeah, seven. I mean, he needs to be making an impact and helping this team. And I think he knows that. And I think the weight of that is playing a little bit of a role in, you know, maybe not finishing on some of those chances. I think come September, you know, after he's gotten acclimated and everything, he's going to be the player he's supposed to be. But we need it now. (laughs) We do need it now. I I also feel like when he has that supporting cast around him, he's someone who, like, he's not going to be the Johnny Russell save the day kind of guy. At least not that we've seen yet. It's not supposed to be. But he does he have the potential to be? Perhaps. Yeah, he is playing out of and, position yeah, recently. Right. So. But he's played a lot of positions. Friend Yeah, but friend of the show, Zachary Cobb, tweeted out about Roe that like at some point being a nice guy off the field and all of that, like we love that in Kansas City on every sport that we have. But at some point, like, we need you, man. Like we need him to uh, to come through here. Yep. And there's actually that one in, I guess that wasn't, that was a Seattle game where everybody wanted, he had a clever little flick behind him right in the box and it went off the guy's hand. Mm-hmm. That was like good. I, he has, he's had some like clever one touch link yeah. up plays yeah. that haven't quite panned out. So there's, there's something there, but. Did, um, the, the game before 
Seattle when uh, Johan came on and tried to make that like chip at the end. And it was just not good. And yeah. I mean, I was down on Johan, right? Well, I talked to him after that a bit and what nobody really knew was, uh, you remember in DC, Hasler like had a, like a look, what looked like a back spasm during the game. Yeah. And, but he kept playing and he wasn't maybe at his best, but he kept playing because, you know, basically needed to. Well, apparently in training that following DC, Croze was playing right back in training. Hasler turned out to be okay and ended up playing. Wow. So now Croze has played left back, center <laughs> mid, was practicing at right back to to fill in for Croze, right. who was or for, so to fill has- in for Hasler, who was filling in for Zusi. And so now he doesn't start when he was expecting to, and all of a sudden he's thrown into the game <coughs> at the end to be the the center forward right. uh, with a man down. Uh, give the guy a break, okay? Yeah. I was down on him. Give the guy a break. He's practicing every different place. No consistency, and which has been so critical for Sporting right now. They don't they don't have players who can do that. And yeah, maybe Johan doesn't come out and have an amazing game, you know, when every throw him time. In, in every single time in all these different positions. But you have to look at the times that he does and yeah. really look at it and consider the fact that he does have to take on all these different roles and the demands. Like, yeah, players who are practicing in their roles every single week, week in and week out, only playing that position are going. Matt Beasler, you know, his only focus is to be an exceptional center back and to work with whoever is around him. To, he just has one job. He has one job. When you have <laughs> – I mean, the next thing they're going to do is put him in goal. I'm waiting yeah. for it. Because uh, I asked Peter something about that in the last press conference before the last game and kind of a roundabout way trying to see what he would say. But he's like, oh, yeah, I did it when I was playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played every single position except goalie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, he said that in the press – I listened back to the press conference and – yeah, I remember him saying that. So Peter's like, if I can do it, Johan yeah. can do it. But he, do, he does give him some credit that it, it is tough to shift around constantly mm. being in different spots. It's a it's a mentality change at each Yeah, time. for sure. The thing I liked with Croze was, you know, like, he's he's the one that everybody likes to crap on when there's when you need something to yell about about this team. He's the one that people go to. And then he played that one good game against Seattle, and then the comments, and then all of a sudden just a complete 360 – 180, I don't know, whichever one of those is proper. 180, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Complete 360, still 80. Uh, then the comments were all of a sudden, Johan's got to be on the field. Like, we need him out there. <laughs> we well, found well, that spot. leads we right into one of my is or isn'ts I had planned, but I don't know. We have time for that or no? Let's Go do, for it. Let's, let's uh, take a break. Yeah, let's get a word from our sponsors. <laughs> we'll be right back. The blue line. All right, we're going to start off this second segment with a famous is or isn't that uh, we haven't done. Famous? In a while. What? <laughs> just, just go with it, man. It's famous. Don't worry. All right. Don't worry. Right. This will be a quick segment, right? This Cody? is America. If you just say something enough and repeat it exactly. enough, exactly, you are it correct. Makes it true. You are correct. All right, famous is or isn't. Okay, and you know we we've talked about it already some, but uh, and you know the one eighty three sixty thing, but um, is Johan Krause the most divisive? sporting player ever or isn't he man i can't i can't think of someone who's Kyrie shelton last year i don't know yeah so that's that's a good one but also it wasn't he didn't have someone like thad saying he's the best player in mls and he also (laughs) didn't have people saying that he doesn't know how to play the game of soccer so who are you pointing to well, I'm just saying that oh, okay. the two spectrums. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, right, yeah. right. I mean, there are people that literally are like, how did this guy ever, well, how is, how is he a professional player? <laughs> Matt Doyle making comments from your favorite columnist from MLS. Which actually yeah. should steer people towards my point of view. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that guy's paid to be an idiot. <laughs> right. But, I mean, you know, I think, Which I don't know, Cody, come on anytime, Cody I don't want to put words into your mouth, but... Did you not say last night if Namath had been on the field for a couple of chances that he would have put him away? Oh, yeah. Last I mean, night. I, I don't even – yeah, I guess there are a couple of those that I can remember that that Kraze kind of messed up a little bit. The but early one. More so I was thinking of some of the shots that, that Gutierrez unleashed. No, okay. All right. <laughs> like there were just some of these like – I mean, Seth had one, a shot that went oh, out of square. bounds for a throw-in <laughs> and not even like at the corner line. We're getting away from the topic here, though. But... Like, <laughs> that like, was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that no, was and bad. 
to go back to it. it. Remember Flub? Yeah. He flubbed it. Flubbed it. He flubbed it. I almost mm-hmm. tweeted that. I was like, only three Flubber. people will get this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, as big a Johan supporter as I am, I yes. will say that if Namath was in last night, that game is completely different. Mm-hmm. Okay? Oh, yeah. And this is not a ragging on Johan because, again, we just covered the fact that his legs were probably dead from, the, right, from right. two days ago, right? Mm-hmm. That's just not – he put out so much effort in that game, and then he comes out last night and tries to duplicate that uh, effort. You know, I mean, anybody who's ever played soccer should know, if your legs are dead, receiving a ball is a whole lot harder oh, yeah. than oh, it yeah. is. So a, a, it's easier for a That's the media touch. game 10 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds. 30 seconds. <laughs> like, already got a cramp walking on the field. Yeah. Like, well, uh, and especially when you look at the kind of, like, center forward that Johan is compared to Namath. Johan is a player up top in that role that likes to play a little bit more hold up. Like he's more comfortable receiving the ball with that defender. So then you're using more leg power than when you play. And yeah. I know Peter was saying that Johan, you know, was finding those play between the lines moments. But the way that Namath is able to do it is just so much more. You know, it's less of a exertion of it, energy. It's just le- less pure physical. I mean, mm-hmm. Nemo goes down a little bit easier. Crosse, uh, when he goes down, he bounces back up and fights for that ball. Right. Yeah, you know the first goal against Seattle was totally Johan fighting and getting yeah. back up after going down and uh-huh. all that uh, to give it to Johnny. So it, they're just different players, and right. people uh, like the thought about Kyrie coming back. You know the rumor yesterday oh, or that right, <laughs> uh, which I so wanted to like put an article out there. Kyrie Shelton coming back to Kansas City. That's a dot on vacation. <laughs> right. To watch a game and visit friends. <laughs> I pick did up see him sauce. last night, which was really great. Kyrie was definitely like just one of the the nicest yeah. guys to come yeah. through. And he was laughing about the whole rumor thing. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Um, well, because he knew what he was doing, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, he yeah. Was, yeah. He was like, oh, I'm coming back to Kansas City. Let's uh, start some trouble. All right, Cody. Well, I mean, so yeah, to bring it back to the. Cody dessert. and Thad. Ali, they, they've just been here longer. Who's another divisive player from the past? The only other one I can think of that people loved and people hated uh-huh. was Alexi Lawless. Oh, I didn't know there was a debate. I thought it was only one side of that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's valid, I guess. Someone liked it. Who's, who's another one? Ooh. That's, that is tough. I mean, yeah, it's people. On. Josh Wolf, uh, Carlos uh. Marinelli. Oh, Marinelli, yeah. The ugliest Good guy in point. football. Yeah, but he did some sweet stuff on the field at times, didn't he? Not hardly. Well, at times, I said. Well, we, that, we did find another divisive <laughs> He player. did some yeah. sweet things. That, yeah. Yeah, 10 times. Right, right. I mean, he like made 10 passes that were world class uh-huh. and then was injured all the rest of the time. Yeah. Uh, well. uh, Ryan like Smith. Oh, um, Ryan Smith. Yeah, good point. A, a, another guy who did amazing things but was injured if you sneezed within 20 feet of him. Yeah, but uh, Crosse's not injuries, though. But no, but I mean, that's but play, for people who talk about their worth. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, and again, I don't... Uh, Kronberg, people thought that he was like the worst keeper ever, and he wasn't. Yeah. He came back injured when he had that really bad string a few games. He came back, played hurt with a hand injury. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that. People still loved Kronberg, though, even if they didn't think he was the best goalie. But no, some people just thought he was terrible, and some people thought he was good. So that I, I don't think he's as divisive. Yeah. I'm just trying to look for other ones. Uh, going back to really far back, uh, I for me, loved, a lot of people loved Chris Brown. I hated him. Mm-hmm. The guy could not shoot to save his life. Uh, 2004 Moscow. Anyway. <laughs> this was before I was paying that digital, close attention. But I've been thinking digital about Digital Takawira was. Uh, people, who did not like Digital Takawira? <laughs> oh, God. I, hate his I was like my hero when I was little. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you were an idiot. <laughs> no, no. I went to the very first game and he scored two or three goals. He might have had a hat trick the very first game. And from then on, I was like, I was digital crawling everywhere. He was my favorite player. Wait, can. What is his name? Digital Takawira. Like he, digital as in like we live in the That was his league. nickname, yes. yeah. Okay. I'm just actually like, Vitalis. Vitalis. I didn't know if you guys Vitalis. were like saying Vitalis. one oh, okay. name Vitalis. really. V-I-T-A-L-A. Yeah, and he uh-huh. would do V-I-T-A-L-A-S. his celebration V-I-T-A-L-A-S. after he would score. It was, he would crawl. He would literally get on the ground and the team would crawl in a line behind him. The digital crawl. And they That's outlawed it. Amazing. They literally got rid of it. They wouldn't yeah. let him do it anymore. And uh, Not that I want him to outlaw it because I don't like that, but I thought it was stupid. Also... <laughs> Digital tended to score when it didn't matter. 
Right. Okay. See, I was too true. young to notice. All right. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. That. True. The Wizards could be winning like two nothing, and he would score a goal. Right. They could be losing three nothing, and he would score a goal. And it's like almost all of his goals just did not seem to matter. Mm-hmm. So he scored when the other team was like, "Yeah, we don't really care." All yeah. right. Well, let's go to the next one. This is supposed to be a shorter segment, according yeah. to Cody. But anyway, and okay, if you be. look at the comments on the match recap last night, we've got people saying trade Zuzi, start Hassler. We've got people saying Zuzi is washed. He's done. Um, saying that Zuzi should not be uh, starting. Did he give up either of those goals last night? He needs to sit. So They're talking about, and like I agree, Zuzi had his fair share of mishaps where he definitely had some pretty questionable passes that could Can I give my question? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. No, yeah. I just want to make sure. Hold is on, wait, hold on, let me clarify. I'm like outraged by this. <laughs> the inaugural game, Digital Takawira had two goals. Frank Klopas had the third. Three uh, to nothing win. I named my cat Klopas. Yeah, after him. Anyway. Right. And I'm not saying he never was worth it, but just a lot of his goals seemed to be not mattering. Okay. Okay, so is there is Back to Bob. <laughs> Robert Russert. Is has Graham Zuzi's play fallen off as far as these fans are saying, or hasn't it? I'll put it that way. This is a has or hasn't. It's yeah, like, right. Just from up past. That's that's kind of hazardous. <laughs> well, back I to Allie. You know, as I was going or where I was going, it is not. He's also coming back from injury. Mm. He also, for me, said he did, the plan wasn't even to play Zuzi. For a full ninety minutes last night, or to play him as long. But like, this isn't the only game, though. That this has happened, though, right? No, no. Zussi had some bad games at the beginning of the year. Um, I think the Monterey got, series. Yes, he got tore up in the Monterey series. Uh, I think he had a couple other games where it was yeah, right. I don't think he's. I, I think it's very far from being done. Okay. Now, I, I do not have a problem with Hasler playing. I don't think he is as offensive as Zussi, but Zuzi, this team is built around one of your outside backs being oh, yeah. forward. Oh, okay? yeah. I still think that one, one of the reasons. More. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but specifically with at least Jimmy one, coming back, yeah. Uh, but I do think that one reason they got Wallace was that he, if he got forward, he had speed. Okay. Look, let's be. Let's be. Let's recognize that Vermees is not stupid. A lot of people may not think that, okay? But let's recognize he's not stupid. He knows that Beasler and Fontas is not as fast as Beasler and Opara, okay? That's just that Ike was back there. He had that covering speed to come back for problems, right? So if Beasler and Fontas is possessing the ball and passing it around really well, you needed somebody to speed and come back. I think Wallace was supposed to be that cover guy, to, to be able to get back. Now, not that he, and he could go forward too and provide a little bit, but he wasn't the great defender. He's like Zussi with less something, okay? But more speed, all right? I think that was supposed to be, and when with Wallace getting hurt, that threw that plan out the window. So now, Jimmy coming back, maybe that plan comes back in the window. Yeah, this is creating a Zussi third goes, or isn't for me. <laughs> Zussi still gets to go forward. Because you know how beautifully he combined last year with oh, Johnny yeah. Oh, yeah. and Espinoza. That was beautiful. I mean, just watching them overlap and pass. And Roger's not even a great passer. I mean, great player, love him. But now you got Benny in there. Now can you imagine the passing that Zussi and Benny and Russell could do over in that spot? Mm-hmm. It, it could be very magical, and it could be a lot of really pretty goals. And it's going to be a few goals given up the other way. But if you can get Madranda back there or somebody else with some speed to help cut down those chances, mm-hmm. it's better. We need Jimmy so hard. Well, I mean, yeah, is or isn't Jimmy Madranda our savior right now? Possible savior. I, Possible. I, I thought for sure he was going to score in that game whenever he came in. <laughs> I the just, last two games. Yeah, I, I, I felt it in my heart that he was going to do it. <laughs> Heartbroken. Heartbroken. He just has that – I mean, like, can you imagine as a – trying to play Sporting Kansas City and you're figuring out Seth Sinovic over 70 minutes and then Jimmy Madronda comes in like I'm, I I just what how do you how do you get ready for that well better yet how do you get ready for Zuzi and Madronda on the wings attacking both right and with Jimmy being able to do that recovery etc and, and having that speed to get back and yeah. being able to do some of the magic he does 
I don't know why we expect him to score because he really doesn't. Okay. He doesn't. Yeah, but that goal last year, year, come on. (laughs) When he does, it's bad. And the goal he scored in Chicago was nice as well. Yeah. Yeah, but okay, how many did he score? Two. And those two rockets, and those his two rockets in those last two games against Seattle and then LA were just like so like like, almost carbon copies of the goal. The Mm. like I'm well, he said that himself. I was almost in the same spot as I was when I scored that goal. Can we say that like? He's now come back stronger with some like sort of bionic leg that's going. To, like, I, don't even, I don't even know if it's a dominant leg that he. I mean, honestly, he's always done that. Like he's always had those where it's like everyone loves him. He's like such a fan favorite, and he takes these ridiculous, audacious efforts from so far out, and they never really ever go in. I think his first one. touch when he's. I mean, the first time he ever came on the field, I think was like thirty seconds later, and he launches a yeah. shot from you know, just outside the center circle, and, you know, it just misses the goal by, like, yeah. a half foot. They're yeah. never a bad shot. There's never a reason that you could say, don't do that again. They're always, like, right there. That makes people, like, scream. They stand up, and it just, just doesn't happen. And I swear he's got a Superman quality like of him because it seems like his chest is constantly puffed out mm-hmm. and his shoulders are constantly back. And he's, he's always, always in this posture. Don't you remember? <laughs> is it his chest that's so big or what is it? Don't you I remember don't know. talking about this last year? How I was like, they they don't have a uniform that fits him. He's like, <laughs> he's like so beefy. They like, uh, yeah. No, I know he looks different in the uniform. I, I, I see. Everyone... <laughs> well, yeah, because you were saying. He looks weird in the uniform, and he plays so weird. Like, yeah, he really he's does. a weird like, guy, man. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of the beauty of some of the guys that sporting has now is that they're unpredictable, which is one actually one of Johan's strengths is you mm-hmm. never know what the hell he's going to do. Mm-hmm. It's also one of the problems when you're trying to connect with the guy. <laughs> there you go. But yeah. it's also a similar problem with Jimmy. You just kind of never know what he's going to do. He's going to launch that shot or not, um, or which way he's going to make some runs. I mean, he's better about it than Johan. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make, say they're exactly the same, but it's – He's got that quality that will unnerve an opponent, and you just he's can do those things that will make will break them up and get them out of positions and stuff. But it's also one of the things I think this team lacks sometimes is a guy that shoots from outside. Mm-hmm. Benny will do it. They're trying it last it. night. Shall we? Uh, shall we? Will do it. Night. But if you don't, I, I think if you don't have somebody that will shoot from outside, it it allows the team to pack in better. So if, if you Which got hurts somebody Johnny Russell, right? Because in teams, that's well. What we're precisely. starting to skirt around is this: is just how freaking frustrated this team is because we know they can be so good. Yeah. But right now, just things are just going so wrong, and everything's against them. It seems. Well, you it's know? it's not even that. Like we think they could be good. We well, saw them. That oh good. yeah. We, we literally have witnessed it already this season. Yeah, but that was without Madronda. That was out without well yeah. Failhaber now. Yeah. But yeah, so. Well, and that's the other reason why you know going back to your is or isn't about Zusi all of those comments, I mean, it's really hard to truly evaluate any of these players in the last three months based on all of the outside factors that are completely out of their control. I mean, yeah, Zeus, he's a veteran player. He's been with this team for his entire career. You expect those players to step up. But, I mean, you can't totally evaluate, and Peter said this, it's hard to evaluate an individual player's performance with the injuries that they're dealing with, with the constant lineup changes, with yeah. all of these things that are happening. Well, here's another point. Constructing a team is not only about emphasizing people's strengths. Mm-hmm. It's minimizing other people's weaknesses. Yep. And with the injuries right now, some of those weaknesses are being exposed mm-hmm. that wouldn't normally be because of yeah. that balance. So, yeah. With extra tired legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and literally, if everybody was healthy, when they're at their peak, there's really one weakness they have, and that's... Uh, not a lot of speed on the back line, okay? Susceptible to the Susceptible counter. to the counter, yes. Right, yeah. okay? That's their big weakness right there, all right? They have scoring ability. They have possession ability. They have all kinds of talent, et cetera, et cetera, right? Now, that doesn't mean they'd win every game, but they would be in pretty much every game. So but, where, what was your answer to all of these is or isn'ts? Like, were you asking <laughs> this about Zussi because you believe he has? The comments inspired that. Um I think Zeusy's the player he's always been. I, I agree kind of with Ali's take, but I think some of these his weaknesses are being exacerbated by the injury, by the lack of quality, the injuries that the team has overall. Um, the other is or isn't uh, Krause, the most divisive player ever. I think he just might be. And um, I don't know, we really kind of did an Open Cup thing. I think the Open Cup is a good spot where shall we and them can get back into a rhythm. And, you know, I'd like to see us go... You know, as deep as we can in that, because that could be a chance for glory. But I think it's really a better chance to get people back in a rhythm and get this team back where we need to be. 
also got to remember with Zussi, he had a, like one really bad year when he had a, like a foot injury, mm-hmm. and it took him like a year to come back from that. This may be that he's not got his best year. And well, isn't he usually the guy that's in the training room the most all the time, or is that just me? Oh, he's old. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll, like, joke about it, too. You know, like, yeah. after interview, he's like, all right, like, got to go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. I'm... Wouldn't it be That's so hard to be media. in a career where, like, you turn 32 and it's like, shit, <laughs> I am old. Like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I yeah. feel like most careers, it's the opposite. It's like, oh, you, you, you get better with age. You advance with age. It's like... You're 28, buddy. You better <laughs> you better start thinking about next options if you're speaking of old. I have a story yeah. about that. Yeah, but but anyway. they do all have other options. You can coach, you can be a broadcaster. I, I know. I, not that they don't, but it's like the yeah. fact that you are considering that at a different time. This this should be a topic on one of ours: is what we do. What do we see all these players doing in the future? <laughs> there we go. We could do a, a whole one. pod on that. I'm yeah. still upset about our pod that wasn't though about you know the worst lineup. Oh, my God. oh yeah, yeah. That. that got erased because that oh, yeah. was a good pod. I think it was us. Damn. Yeah, yeah it was funny. I'm gonna write that down so we can do that <laughs> conversation again. Yeah, I decided not to show up for that one. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the weekend. I wish I could. Those Houston bastards. God, I hate them. The boys are heading down to Houston. I really do. Hottest. Yeah. Most. Like the worst place. I mean, to the play. worst place to go after playing two games in uh, one week. You think it's humid here? What is the weather in Houston? Anybody look that up yet? Doesn't matter. And I have hot. not. <laughs> <It's> hot. <laughs> Damn hot. <laughs> so Houston is actually off to a rather good first third of the season. It's another reason not to like them. Has anybody showed up to their games yet? <laughs> well, that's that's a given. That no. I five that. Yeah, there's always always <laughs> way too much empty orange seats in that stadium. That one's very depressing to see. Uh, so they are in fourth place. Six, five, and three. They do have a game in hand, mm-hmm. or three games in hand on LAFC, so they can, you know, they can be up in number two right now if they once they get these games in. So yeah, they're playing quite well. It'll be ninety three in Houston. Yeah, Saturday. I was just looking at that ninety three, ninety four on Saturday. Yeah, with a slight chance for showers, not heavy, but just enough humidity to kill them. Make you, oh. yeah. But okay. I'm pretty sure the Hungarians will be happy to get out of there. <laughs> well, at least they'll be there for this one. That's yeah, exactly. At least we do get Namath for this one. <laughs> Unless on Friday tomorrow. Yeah, we didn't actually talk about that. Does there is there anyone that sees why or that there should have been a second game into this suspension? That that can always come up with some bullshit answer to support any point of view here. So I'm going to see. Pretty much. Where are we on time? Because this could take a while. <laughs> do you, I mean, do you want me to like take one posi- particular position? I'll support it. If <laughs> damn it, <laughs> you just said I could do it. You want me to do that? I could do it. I was just thinking it was going to be short, but I can see in your eyes you've got like a novel. He's about to start reading. <laughs> no, 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 no. I. Can I see it being two games? Yes. I, I mean, I, I I was quite understandable with it being just one. I had really no argument with it being a red in the first place, okay? It has been fine with being one. Being two, there's some precedent for it. I think it's kind of a little bit BS. Cite, tell me one of those precedents that you're referring to. Uh, some I, Go look at, I think, something Chad wrote up. Didn't he find people from last year that had? I thought he was showing ones that people that were way worse of a tackle and – or whatever they did was way worse, and that's what that's all they got. But I will say there's a lot of precedent for people who have done worse that only got one also. So I think that's kind of BS, and I think some of the guys who, you know, like kicking balls at fans and stupid mm. shit like that that only got three, okay, you're pretty much equivalating, uh, uh, making equal. <laughs> vocabulary got equating, lost there. Equating. equating. bailed out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no denying that. Um but, yeah, you're equating that to being almost equal, which it wasn't. Um, if you look at what he did, it was a bad tackle, okay? So that's why I'm okay with it being two. But my, That's why it's a red card. Right. But it was, it was bad, though. I mean, it wasn't just – I mean, the timing – I don't think there was any intent in what he did, okay? 
In fact, I even thought that he was being drugged back by like some defender who might have caused it to be later, but when I went back and looked at it, it really wasn't. He was just late. I mean, he was trying to slide in and get the ball, and he was late. He screwed up. He was reckless. Yep. All that sounds like red card and one-game suspension. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my biggest issue with the whole thing is they didn't tell the team until well, of course. Yeah, man, the day I'm... before after the practice that they were ready to have him in to the game. It just it felt like they're picking on us at this point. Like, get, like throw us a bone here, man. Kick them while they're down. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, they often they will often not give the additional suspension until the the week of the next game, but because of how there was three games right. close together, Sunday, Wednesday, I cut him a little slack, but it's still stupid. How much are we betting that uh, Peter got on the phone shortly after he heard that and gave somebody an earful? Yeah. At the office, MLS office. I, I <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think it, I think we could all assume that mm-hmm. Peter Bermis did that for sure. So, a, let's look at the lineup. I already saw one of the responses to our article that we tweeted out to pick your lineup was just more shrugs. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. You did see the person who was picking Fontas like, responded, right? Oh. No, I don't think I did see that. Yeah, because he thinks he would be a good D-mid. All right. Uh, he also had somebody else at like, center forward, I think, was – I forget now. But uh, he responded to uh, Twitter or on Facebook. Well, sorry I missed that, people. So you ask the question and then don't care about the answer. Way to go, Cody. Well, <laughs> there's just a lot of means of responding to us. And I wish people would just do it on the freaking website. If you're just a Twitter lurker, come on, throw us a bone here. Lost, create an account. There's a good community on there. Sign in, create an account, leave a comment on there. We do always see those because we have to. We have to moderate them. But there's like five people that look at the Twitter, so that one's more difficult. So let's look at the back line. Who are your defenders? Seth. Seth over Jimmy? No. Yes. No. Jimmy's not ready to start. Yeah, he is. They're not gonna, they're not he can be another that. back that plays 45 minutes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I I see what you're saying. He might not be ready for a start, but I'm just I'm I'm on team Jimmy. But boy does Cody sure. <laughs> He'll be all right. Cody sure wants him back there. <laughs> um yeah, I agree with uh Seth. Hasler's not gone yet. Not gone no. yet. Yeah, he'll be there. So, I'd say Hasler over Zeus. Agreed. Center backs is the real problem, though. Know, we don't I'm know exactly like... who's healthy. I mean, because Beasler was obviously not quite healthy. Fontas was not quite healthy. Mm-hmm. Botan left. Barath went off. Yeah. So, Damn. Smith and... <laughs> okay, so say everyone is... At... Sinovic slide inside. And... Say the top three center backs are all at 75%. Who do you, who do you start in that situation? I think the priority would be to get Beasler healthy. So, Botan and... Andreu? Well, it's like... hard because we're not really sure of the extent of the injury for Botan. So it's yeah, like, it I'd... sounded like it was just a muscle tightening so he could be ready. Okay. But it, so it might just be, again, basically a severe cramp from playing two games close together that he's not quite... All right, Krause, center back. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Do it. Oh, man. If, could you imagine, like, you know, some team scoring three goals on him when they, with Krause at center back? How much people Yes, I could. Like, oh, my God. He's the worst ever. Uh, okay, how about the midfield? Speaking of the midfield. Why I, is Bustio not an option? Yeah, we didn't have that last week either. Whoops. Okay. We're going to so, get Ben on that. Yeah, tell Ben. Ben, That's... he's listening, right? Ben listens. Of course he's listening. <laughs> Duh. Uh, I did think that the three midfielders in the last game, I thought they were starting to work really well together. There were a few moments where I saw them in a in a triangle that you know started in the defensive half and kind of sparked a sparked an attack on the other end. So yeah. I do I do like the I like those three playing together. Felipe played well. I mean, despite the fact that he uh, scuffed some chances, he did play a, a good game. Yeah, very very frustrating. He was and active. So, and although some of them were kind of. Loves. He did have some really quality. Oh yeah. Chances. Oh, yeah. So yeah. He was creating the chances. He just wasn't finishing them. Yeah, okay. Quick more. question. Quick question though. By the time I got done with my recap and everything, doing all the features on it, the interview with Peter was over. So that's why I didn't go down to the locker room. But I walked out, and Felipe was already at his car. Oh. 
Yeah. I was kind of wondering what was up with that. But anyway. Hey. He didn't want to talk to the media? I guess. Well, yeah. uh, I I didn't Patrick see him said when we went into the locker room, they were like, in, in Robo, they are like, be quick once they go back. Yeah. And yeah, he was like, already out there. Like I was done. like, whoa, okay. So, yeah, Felipe was. <laughs> I waved goodbye, and that was it. So Yeah. A, he's not, like, fond of talking to media. And yeah. Yeah. He's probably very frustrated and wanting just to get right, out of there. Right, right, yeah. That's that's what I was about to say. He he isn't not not that there's anything wrong with it. I'm not we're not hating on him in any way, but yeah, he doesn't really like to talk to the media no. at all. And, and and when he does, he prefers it to be kind of like one on one and yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and like which is all cool. Oftentimes, I've heard it like at least three times. Someone will ask a question, and he basically just says, "Well, I don't want to talk about that," <laughs> and, and then he just like kind of like yeah gives his take on the game. And then, it's better than being an ass about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, that same same three are out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, the only thing I could think of is you slide in Busio for yeah, for Benny. Yeah, and then bring Benny off the bench at some point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I'd be okay with that. Quick question, because I have a different view when I'm watching that game since I was shooting it. Was was the the triangle inverted at times in this game? Because it looked like at times um, Benny had dropped back with Ilya, and Felipe was like almost the lone, you know, forward. Um, midfielder it like yeah, it yeah. where it wasn't like i noticed that too it, but it was just, just at times i mean it wasn't uh-huh. it didn't stay that way for like yeah i mean in it i know like in the run of a play of a game that can happen and that's cool but it just seemed like it was very uh, uh orchestrated that it was that way for a while and then switched and then switched back and mm-hmm. switched again i'm i'm sure that they were telling benny to make sure he stays back in support. They need uh, they were worried about Zlatan. Like, they need bodies back there. I was literally just like, going <laughs> to say I guarantee it was in anticipation of Who? Zlatan because oh, yeah. if you do I mean we've talked about it a few times now. There have been some instances recently where Elie is like the last <coughs> man standing. Yeah. And so I think that was maybe to prevent Okay. Wingers. <laughs> shall we, please? Yep. Yeah. Shall yeah. we um and Johnny I guess give the man a break, right? Come on! Remember when he like? Yeah, but he's only one who's been scored. Do you remember when he, like Johnny, was really only good for like sixty-five minutes a game, and then we, and then he had to like come out, and now he's people say that's true still. Now he's about to play three ninety minutes in a week. You know, I think I would actually change up the lineup a little bit more. I mean, I'm not. I'd have to. I'd have to sit and like think about it a little bit more. But um, I maybe start. Kraze and not start Johnny, but it's start him on the wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, and then name it. Start Nemo, make him do the full 90 and sweat his little ass off, right? Um, maybe Daniel out on the out on the wing, but then have Roe ready to come in. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. got to have a little bit of fresh legs out there to do some damage. And, I, and then, yeah, and then I maybe agree. bring a couple guys on to score, you know? Well, and I feel like Johnny's one Good of those players, too, who, like, he's even more dangerous when you bring him in. <laughs> Kind of late, just because he brings such a burst. Not that Quaze or or Kellen don't do that, but he, no one does it quite like Johnny does, where you he brings that like element of surprise or just well, gusto. Except Rubio. No, oh, wait. Yeah, we <laughs> super sub. Yeah, but how do redheads do in such humidity? Though I mean, sitting on the bench may be too rough on him. <laughs> Cody, <laughs> you know <laughs> we don't do well. Are you saying Johnny's a redhead? Maybe. No, he's, he's not a redhead. <laughs> he's okay. Scottish. He's got, he's I got think a... he's maybe got some red in his beard, right, but that's, he not, does, that's yeah. not a ginger. Yeah, like, that's you, true. You can't count that. That's true. We, no, just... we, don't, know, we don't accept him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little red tint to him, but yeah. <laughs> it's probably just from the scotch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Nemo at forward. No one can dispute that, right? Uh, looks like he has uh, yeah, nearly 100% votes, yeah. I imagine that vote. There Despite Shaoui's mom yet. and Busio's mom, yeah. <laughs> there can't be very many votes yet. I don't think, right? Didn't that just get posted this morning? Probably. Name's got thirty-five votes. All right, we'll see you again. <laughs> if you're lurking on Twitter or Facebook, make an account, get on there, and get in your votes. So, do we miss anything? I know we like mentioned it earlier, but just let's be thankful that Tornado A did not kill anybody that I know of. Or yeah. I mean, I know there's people hurt and lost a lot of property and mm-hmm. valuables, but let's just be thankful that it didn't kill anybody that I know of. Yeah. Hopefully, um, 
and that it didn't destroy Sporting Park or Pinnacle or any of that stuff. But even that would have been nothing compared to the loss of life. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, but there was debris at KCI falling out of the sky. Yeah, right. and yeah. all down seventy. I heard, and I also heard an interesting story. So Nick Garcia told, or someone told Tom at the game that the way that Sporting was constructed was to basically in a Obviously, as you all know, I am not an architect or a building engineering scientist, but but we are so. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm consulting you all. Um, there's something about. Oh, sorry, I was just screaming into you, the microphone. You whispered and then you screamed. <laughs> so sorry. Um, What's your problem, woman? Hey, I don't know. It cracks. That's got to be so annoying for our listeners. Whenever that happens, it cracks really oh. loud. Sorry, guys. We'll fix that. We love you. We'll be gentle on your ears. Oh my god. But there's something, guys, there's something about the way that the stadium was constructed that is supposed, like, intended for storms like that and to not, to send them out of the way. Send them out of the way. Like a field, a magnetic field. (laughs) It's something about, like, the way that the building's constructed, like, breaks up, like, winds and, you know, that kind of stuff. I heard Mm. this from multiple people, and I'm not kidding. Uh, One of the girls that I know works at Sporting told me, Something along the lines of that, and then I'm going to do some digging because yeah, I'm very interested in this. <laughs> okay, I but would... she was saying that like, oh no, sporting this park is a, would have been the safest place to be in the storm. But that's not as cool as the underground pathway straight to Pinnacle. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, actually, you guys, come on! I would totally believe that. <laughs> If you don't think that Peter Vermees would put an underground exactly path right. between Pinnacle, like if, if I'm <laughs> they crazy all driving thinking in that... golf carts, you know, back and no, forth. No, no, no. They're putting in the Hyperloop. Is that what it is? That's well, the okay. They'll get there in less than a second from one <laughs> yeah. spot to the other. Because <laughs> that's what they need. Hmm. Injury, the pro pathway. Hyperloop-related injuries. It's not just the academies. It's the path from Pinnacle uh, to Seattle. Yeah, they, they have academy players out pushing carts between the places. Okay, I'm sorry, but like... I still don't think that this is a bad idea. I know you guys are like <laughs> laughing and joking about it. I'm like, let's build the freaking tunnel. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, that's no, it's a, it's a good idea. There's a there's a there's a spot in town where there's a bunch of office buildings that does have tunnels in but from connecting them. It was a campus for a large company in town. Huh, and uh, uh, I got to like like most employees don't even know they're there, but as they were building them, I was doing some of the the work installing some technology stuff, and it was pretty cool going from one place to another. Are we talking Hunt Midwest, maybe? No. Oh, okay. Rhymes with uh, Warner Brothers. Nope. <laughs> Warner Brothers? Sprint is what he was talking about. Aha. Aha. All right. How long are we, Cody? Way too long. No. Uh-huh. What a shot. It's after eight. Allie said she wanted to do it early. No, you guys okay. All right. <laughs> Let's get on with our lives. So we will talk to you next week. In the meantime, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC. Join us on, as I mentioned several times in this pod, join us at thebluetestament.com, make an account, leave us a comment, and we will talk to you next week. Go Sporting! Skipper has just been sent off. Some part of strong and all comes off. My butt buttings got me drinking. My butt buttings got me drinking. My butt buttings got me drinking. Give me real whiskey, winter gin. Anything to shake this foot I'm in. My butt buttings got me drinking. My butt buttings. Drinking, my fun fun team's got me drinking.